Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're continuing with up to the minute news on the withdrawal from Afghanistan. We're keeping our eye right now on a live Pentagon briefing that is being conducted by General Glenn uh, Van Herc of the U.S. Air Force. And uh, if that uh, produces anything that we want to pass along to you, we will dip into that as we go along. Obviously, as the United States continues this ongoing withdrawal and evacuation effort uh, from Afghanistan, uh, the world has had a lot to say about it. China and Russia uh, have been trying to capitalize on a global perception of U.S. weaknesses. But even our allies uh, have had some pretty harsh words to say about the U.S. and our actions or inactions and the way things have been handled, not handled, communicated, not communicated. Uh, But do do the words of these other countries uh, really signify a, a deeper shift? Is there something going on geopolitically in terms of the state and standing of the United States as the leader of the free world. And so we wanted to dive into that. We've talked about it a little bit. Uh, Kelly Pierce uh, tapped into a just incredibly unreported uh, note from the British Parliament uh, where they took the unique uh, but very decisive across the political spectrum action of really rebuking and holding the president of the United States, Joe Biden, in contempt. Uh, in the British Parliament, and that uh, that just doesn't happen with uh, close allies. And their reason for doing so was the way they felt they had been treated as a close ally uh, in a way that uh, was just frustrating, I think, disturbing to, to many of them. So we're going to go through a, a series of comments from other world leaders to get their perspective on what the U.S. is doing and how it is doing it. And uh, some of these will be uh, in language, and we'll give you the, the readout of those as we go along. But let's start with uh, French President Emmanuel Macron. Uh, he gave a speech uh, last week on the situation in Afghanistan and said it would have a major impact on the international community. Un tournant historique est à It's a historic shift occurring in Afghanistan, far from our borders, but with major repercussions for the entire international community from Europe and for France. Uh, So again, those are coming from uh, the French president uh, talking about that shift, uh, something happening far from France, but something with major repercussions for the entire international community 
Uh, I think that's an important statement, uh, the entire international community. Uh, The leader of the conservative CDU party, uh, which is, of course, Chancellor Merkel's party in Germany, uh, Armand uh, Armand Laschet, uh, slammed the withdrawal from Afghanistan as the biggest disaster in NATO history. He said it is clear that this commitment by the international community has not been successful. This is the biggest debacle that NATO has seen since its foundation, and it is an epical change that we are facing. So that's coming out of Germany. Um, On Fox News uh, just uh, two days ago, uh, Nigel Farage, former uh, Brexit party leader, uh, said there's no way the U.K. would be willing to enter into another military operation with the United States after this. How do we go out again and try and stop these cells that are spreading international terror? How can we do it with the Americans? How can we do it with an ally that has treated us with contempt and betrayed us and into the bargain many of our own citizens? Uh, Certainly, if it's a Biden or Harris administration, Honestly, there is no way, there is no way a British Parliament right now would vote for military cooperation with America led by this administration. And that's a very sad thing to say, because since 1917, the UK and America have been side by side in virtually every major conflict. We've been the closest allies in terms of military action in terms of intelligence sharing, in terms of culture, in terms of business. You, know, you couldn't have a better ally in the world. In a press conference with Angela Merkel last week, Russian President Vladimir Putin criticized the U.S. attempts to impose Western values on Afghanistan, saying such attempts have always failed. Listen, this is a translator uh, speaking over uh, President Putin. We need to prevent... Uh, outside forces from imposing uh, their views and their models on Afghanistan, disregarding historical, cultural and other uh, traditions uh, of uh, different peoples. We know Afghanistan very well. We know how the country works and we know how counterproductive it is is trying to impose on it uh, different uh, foreign models of uh, political and social organization. Experiments like that have never been successful. They have always undermined and degraded uh, political and social structure in Afghanistan. Finally, China has long been pushing a narrative that America is weak. So here is China's most senior foreign uh, policy official, Yang uh, Jiechi, uh, back in March during the first talks between the Biden administration and China, saying we cannot speak to them from a position of strength anymore. And again, this is a a translator uh, translating for the most senior foreign policy official from China. So let me say here here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. So that position of strength. So this is all really interesting input to me. Uh, Does this mean that uh, America still is not the leader of the free world? I don't I don't think that for a second. 
But I do think it gives us pause to reassess what our role is, what that leadership looks like, and what that leadership could look like in the future. And what we cannot do, in my view, is we we cannot abdicate that. Leading from the middle or leading from behind uh, is is not in our best national security interest, uh, nor is it in our best economic interest, nor is it in the best interest of the American people. And so we ha- we have a lot of work to do, a lot of repair work to do in terms of our allies and our adversaries, by the way, in asserting how we are going to conduct business on the world stage. And what we have to do first and foremost or first, last, and always, is function from a position of strength and then make sure that we're doing things, that our actions and our communications are fostering trust, that we have transparency, that we're sharing the truth, and that especially with our allies around the world, uh, we are maintaining and building trust because... This is not the end. Uh, There are big challenges yet ahead. And as we heard coming both out of Russia and China, they see this as an opportune moment uh, for them to undermine everyone's confidence in America, to fight for freedom, to stand up for human rights, uh, and to to really lead out on so many crucial er uh, areas and issues from humanitarian work to freedom of religion around the world, uh, to refugees, to climate change, and a host of other things. And in order to lead that, uh, we have to do what leaders do, and that is to build trust and to make sure we give our allies in particular reason to trust us. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have talked about executive orders a lot on this program We're now seeing the back end of many of those as the Biden administration takes some hits from the Supreme Court and from local courts on many of their executive orders. Find out what those are about coming up next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 